Yanita and Jehun were in-house for an early morning recording before they headed to their restaurant to start their prep for the day. As we have discussed on this show before, the number of South African teachers here in Ulsan has been increasing, so it's only right that someone opened a restaurant to provide a taste of home for them, and Southern Connection does just this. Listen as the owners explain the layers of meaning behind their name, along with the stories of their experiences abroad, tales of online love, and a few reminders on how to properly pronounce the name of the popular South African sausage. Boers. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. So, five days later, they're like, oh, he's too sir. Oh, like, this kid's, uh, he hasn't even opened his eyes yet. He's done too. <laughs> Good times. Uh, welcome to another episode of This Korean Life, number 94, featuring Yanita and Jaehoon. Welcome. Thank you. These are the owners and operators of the very famous Southern Connection, located in Songnamdong in Ulsan. Uh, you guys have been making making big waves in Ulsan. You, you made the, the local news. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that's pretty <laughs> sweet, eh? Uh, Southern Connection, would you like to explain the name? I know there's, uh, there's a deeper meaning to, to the name, not just South Korea. Or Do you want to, uh, do you want to give us some background? Um, the Southern Connection. It's like, I've been working there in Brazil mm. uh, for two years. And when I came back here and then, you know, I met my wife and then... Janita? Yeah, and now <laughs> we think about open South Africa restaurant, and, yeah. and then we thinking about the name of restaurant. South Africa, you know South that, uh, Korea, yeah, South Africa, South Brazil. The Brazil is South, <laughs> South, South America. America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then we are in South Korea. Yeah, yeah. So like, I feel like oh, Southern, Southern connection yeah yeah sweet that's i i didn't know that i thought it was just south african but i saw on the on your famous news clip there southern connection i was like oh that's pretty that's that's clever i like the marketing even the one they had the other day was the brownie from here the sausage from here the oh yeah it was the triple threat oh yeah yeah. all kinds of stuff has the connection this is how um show up the name Mm. Yeah, I think to me it's big mean. Absolutely, I think yeah. I think it's cool. That ties in every <clears throat> uh, every aspect of your life. You're you were working in Brazil. Yeah, were you cooking in Brazil? Cooking, yeah, yeah cooking, and I sort of manage whole uh, stop and restaurant. Yeah, he's he's actually the cook. Whoa. He's actually the one that can run a restaurant. That's incredible. I, 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 yeah. uh, I can cook, but I cannot <coughs> run a kitchen. Yeah. So at least he has the know-how. Yeah. Well, that's incredible. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience in Brazil? How, how you got there? What kind of... I don't Korean... know, my, my first one would be, I, I think you'd be a chef at a, at a restaurant supplying the Korean fa- uh, Hyundai factories or something, but probably not. <laughs> I, I know there's some big Hyundai... Uh, there's a shipyard there, I think, and a car factory. Oh, okay. But uh, what what were you doing? I have no idea. Um, I've been make um, how can I say, Brazilian like house food, like food there. That was a buffet place. Ah, okay, okay. So you got a, a chance to cook all different kinds of yeah Brazilian like, Brazilian yeah. buffet. Cool. Isn't that just the yeah. buffet? Yeah. yeah. Like how can I say? It's like in the, the big company. Mm. So they they have a lot of restaurants. Mm. So that 
my restaurant is, was the one of them. Ah, so it's a, is it almost like a food court? Yeah. Where the, the workers can come down yeah. and they choose which restaurant yeah, they're yeah. eating in. Oh, cool. Very nice. Which very company nice. was it for? Which company? It's because it's called uh, Baru Baru. Okay, so the big Brazilian company? Yeah. Okay. And how did you end up there? Uh, like I'm searching that on Google, oh. you know, um, Brazilian Korean Community Center like mm. website. Mm. So job. Oh, interesting. That, well, that's a, it's an unusual move. I what think. was your interest or what made you search Brazil? Why not Mexico or yeah. Spain or Portugal or something? Like 10 years ago, uh-huh. um, I think that when I work at the Italy restaurant, there's many pasta place and you know, pizza mm. place, like French, like steak things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a saturated actually market. Actually, it, yeah. it wasn't my uh, interesting. Mm. So I want to like challenge like new like who never done. Yeah. <laughs> so you were working at a restaurant in in Ulsan or in Korea? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Hyundai and Ulsan. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. And then I searching like you know Google Map. <laughs> yeah. And then I found the South. America, yeah. huge, you know. That's a big move. Yeah. That's and a big move. I found that especially Brazil is really huge. Yeah. And I, I was interested. Uh, what, what if I'm go to there? Yeah. Wow. That's a brave. How, how brave old were you when you went? Now I'm 35. When you uh, went to Brazil? Oh. Uh, Would have been early 20s. 24. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, but did so, you study culinary arts? Yeah. You just said, wow. <clears throat> How was the language barrier when you went to Brazil? You, you could converse in English? Did you have to learn Portuguese? Uh, they're all Portuguese, Portuguese yeah, in Portuguese. <laughs> Can you speak yeah. Portuguese now? Now I'm almost forgot, but even like, I, I didn't know the yeah. <laughs> Portuguese. Yeah. So you know that I'm, I'm there and then I wasn't nobody. <laughs> I yeah. was, I wasn't, I wasn't. Sign language, only yeah. sign language. Hey, that's okay. But actually, when we first started dating, he took me to Boy Brazil in Busan, yeah. and he was speaking Portuguese. And I was like, "Oh, this is sexy!" <laughs> Look at I this didn't guy. Know. Hey. Like, yeah. Wow. So like, yeah. I'm I'm just like in the kitchen doing the kitchen. I'm so hard to listening what uh-huh. they saying. Yeah. Like nine months only listening. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now I understand. Yeah, you have and a then, you have an ear for the language. Yeah, I yeah. keep like trying to uh, talk to them in Portuguese and yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. how I studying. How, how long did you stay in Brazil? Two years. Wow, that's awesome. What did your family think when you said, "Hey, I'm going to Brazil"? Um, huh? Why? <laughs> actually, they didn't worry about like where I go. No. Just just go and do what you want. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Do it. We, need, we need more of those parents in Korea. We've had so many interesting Koreans on here, where the parents have kind of the girl. What was it called? Blue de folie. Blue de folie. The young woman who's working there. She let her parents sent her at 13 or something to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Go live with your aunt in New Zealand. Come back in six years. Mm. <laughs> I just think to take a kid out of the Korean system and just plunk them in a foreign, like even yeah, with that a, age, yeah. even with a family member. I mean, they'd been living there. You probably don't know them as well. Like, mm. man. And we've had all kinds of Koreans, but they're the most interesting ones, I think. They've all come back and done something interesting. Mm, that's true, yeah. That's not the standard Hyundai, SK, LG, Samsung. Mm, they have a different mindset, yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah, absolutely. What were some of the biggest things you learned working in Brazil? Is there a Bali Bali culture there? or? 
Is it young names in the kitchen how or how does it work? They're really love their life. Like I learned that you know that South America also there are many white people living and yeah. then especially uh, table manner. Yeah. I learned first because like in Korea I never realized like Korean when when we eating like making sounds. <laughs> yeah. like, I had dinner every day with you know Brazilian people mm. and then they say uh please don't make sounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> trying trying to absolutely yeah. um having <laughs> nicely yeah at least they asked yeah, you. yeah. i tell but, my kids that my kids go to canada and my brother's ready to smack them <laughs> with yeah. their noodles and, don't you can't do that <laughs> <laughs> There has to be some <clears throat> understanding, though, that there are different, sure, that sure. there's different cultures, and yeah. there's a reason for slurping the noodles, right? You want to let yeah. that so cold air when they come to Korea, there. and they go, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> and I say, "Hey, this is Korea. You follow the rules here." Yeah. yeah, it was so weird. Like in the when like my first year here, the kids were eating and they were like smacking their lips, like chewing uh. open mouth, and I'm like, "Don't do that." Chew with the mouth closed, and they were like looking at me like, "Why would you say that?" And even the teachers were like, "Why would you say that?" I was yeah. like, oh. "I like drinking soup from the bowl, man." Yeah. <laughs> Finishing your soup. And now I do that too. Like actually, my dad scolded me when I went back. Yeah. And he's like, "Why do you chew with your mouth up?" But I'm like, oh, I'm so now. <laughs> I remember my first time in Japan, just going to one of the noodle bars because it was cheap. But they bring out that bowl of noodles, and it's steaming hot. And the businessmen just go, they don't even wait two seconds, just one shot. Yeah. And it's like the Dyson yeah. vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And I can't even, I'll burn my lips. And they just, they got a full steaming facial and lunch within two minutes, and it's gone. And then they just go back to work. And I go, Holy shit. I think that's the that's the reason that they... <laughs> They're letting the cold air in to cool the to cool the noodles down, man. Yeah. Another another funny one on temperature. When I was in Ghana, uh, every Sunday after the church service, I would meet the guys and we'd go for omotuo, and they would bring it out and it was this big communal bowl of peanut soup with eggs and goat meat and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it would come out just finished boiling, and these guys would take off their nice shirts after church, and they'd be left with just their singlets. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, are we wrestling? What are we doing? <laughs> and they're like, we're eating, and you don't want to get it on your clothes, so you take your shirt off. Oh, okay. And you stand around, 10 guys stand around this table, this size, with a big bowl, <laughs> and as soon as they bring it, you just go, and I went the first time, and I burned the shit out of my fingers. And I was like, what are you, what are you guys doing? And I said, what? And they, they said, hey... If it's too hot, you're not going to get any food. They're taking meat out of the boiling soup? It'll be gone before you get to eat any because <laughs> you got to go fast. If it's hot or not, it doesn't matter. Fingers off steam. No, my finger's going to fall off. <laughs> yeah. And that's oh, like Korea that's... with the soup in the ongi bowls. Wait. John wouldn't even just go like... <laughs> I gotta wait 10 minutes to cool down. I so. sometimes wonder if we're like very soft because like we it's are. the same with we massage are. here in Korea and like the kids like one time this kid came and like start pounding my back and I'm like oh my god this hurts and then the Korean teacher was like oh she loves it she loves yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was like well I must be very soft like yeah I think we are heat feeling like yeah oh even I mean you go to the the man sauna yes the scrubbing they right? got, yeah they use the <laughs> like, give me give me some 400 grit uh Sandpaper will take three layers of skin off. Yeah. <laughs> so when you when you went to Brazil, did you stay with a homestay family or did you go with an yeah, agent homes, yeah, that set family, you up or yeah. how? I I stayed uh, oh. some you know my owner house. So they provide how can I say space room. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Was there a con- a Korean connection, or are you just searching online and someone said, "Oh yeah, come over, I'll take only care a southern of you. connection." Yeah, it's like searching, and they actually helped me up to get a job. So some kind of agency or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. What was your homestay experience like? Must be uh, very, very different than living here. Um, they, yeah, they, um, they are obviously um immigration and they're Koreans. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, they, their okay. kids were born in Brazil, so they are just to- totally uh, Brazilian. They, their families, are parents, yeah. they moved to Brazil and... I think those are wild, like, cool families. That's an interesting life for The parents are kid, full eh? Korean, but the kids are kind of full Brazilian. Yeah. With some Korean chansori at home. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what, what spurs a family like that just to get up and move to, and move to Business, Brazil. Business, opportunity. Yeah. We've talked to how many guys... Like this, well, David, David just, Kim was was one of them, but yeah, that's it, it, uh, business and opportunity. But what I'm surprised that uh, South American people uh, love really Asian people, really love to see Asian people. What is the like, what is the connection? Why do they why do they like Asians so much? I think that many uh, Japanese and Chinese people first come to uh, South America. And then they already established. Very, yeah, friendly. Uh, mm-hmm. So they hooked you up but, with a job. What were some of the some of your experiences working at the restaurant? Yeah, maybe compared to uh, working in the Korean kitchen. I would imagine Korean kitchen is very uh, top down. From what we've heard, the 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 chef or the sajang, whatever, they'll dish out all of the. Um, all of the orders to you know to the lower or the the line cooks or whatever uh, is it more relaxed in a Brazilian kitchen is it yeah they're I think they are really like it's not like you know when I work when I work in Korea mm. in the kitchen so we only like rush like making <laughs> they we have our, our own uh, role mm. the, you know the Pasta and salad and steak mm. like that. And then we only like make our things. Yeah. But in Brazil, it was different. Like, mm. how can I say? Like, they like, they just started singing. Yeah. And then, ah. <laughs> no, they, they enjoy. Yeah. Is there any samba in there? Any dancing? <laughs> just like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, so which they, do you they prefer? Don't, they don't seem like lush, like making food. Like they enjoy it. They enjoy yeah. the process. Yeah. Not, it's, not stress. It's like yeah. their life, yeah. not like their job. They, they, don't, they never are stress. It's it's interesting. Having it? like chat with customer, friendly, and then. Singing. But the problem in customer is the customer expects bali bali, <laughs> so the cook has to be bali bali, so everybody has to be bali bali. Yeah. But if the customer's just relaxed in Korea, and didn't need rocket tech bay every two minutes, yeah, then everybody could relax. But. But in Korea, like we don't do like chat with customer, like yeah. nicely, like just only necessary word or uh, anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's something that I wasn't used to as well because I used to be a waitress in South Africa yep. as well for like my uni years, and like you were told, like you should be friendly, you should ask the customer, oh, are you happy? Oh, are you enjoying yourself? Like absolutely, every now they yeah. Come in, like is everything still okay? And then. Whenever he's with the Korean customers, I'm like, did you tell them about this? Did you ask them for this? Like, or did you ask them if it's okay? Like, he's like, just, just leave it. Just, just yeah. leave it. Just stop. Uh, it's very but, different. But that's, and, and it, I think it's changing. I was just talking to my dad last night about 
AI and, and I watched a, a clip on here of a business that just got rid of 10 people mm-hmm. and they, there's this new position, prompt engineer. So if you can prompt ChatGPT or these AI technologies <clears throat> to get what you need, that'll cancel out five to 10 of your employees. So if he's if I have two coders, if I know how to prompt the the software or the apps to make that coding, I don't need you guys anymore. Yeah. So he replaced ten guys with one prompt engineer who the guy can do anything. Yeah. Give him fifty AI apps and he can prompt and take out half his workforce. Yeah, no definitely. So and and dad said, Well, I used to think that it's not it, it wouldn't take over from certain industries because people's personalities and the congeniality and the connection and mm. this. But he said, you know, nowadays young people don't have that. Yeah. They don't have the normal manners. They don't have the ability, the character or the history, the experiences. They're just, uh, 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 uh. So in that case, <laughs> you might as well, you know, you don't need that mm. where you could go to John's diner and you know, hey, how's your family? What are your kids doing? Uh, how was your camping trip? If young people don't do that these days, then there's no need for the waiter anymore. Mm. The thing that just click the screen is yeah. fine because nobody talks to you. They actually prefer that, yeah. So is the pendulum? Yeah, they pre- yeah they prefer it. Do you think the pendulum is just swinging the other way now? Where we had it one way for so long, now AI is going back. Do you think people will? No, I think it's will going miss. We'll miss it. I don't know. I think we're we're social creatures. But once you know you've lost all connection, people are going to look forward to like going to the convenience store and saying what's up and having a yeah, sure. I will, anyways. Those are my favorite I'll guys in Korea, like the Pyeongchang guy. Oh yeah. Oh hi, where's your daughters? I didn't see them for a long time. What grade are they in now? This is just the Pyeonhee Jom and yeah. he's the he's the nicest guy in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah they're really nice. I, I like those guys. Yeah. yeah. And you go in the kids and they're yeah. Samchanobegan. Yeah. I'm watching my Netflix. Don't bug me. I don't even know if you gave me the right amount, but it's okay because my show wasn't interrupted. There might be the problem so. too, though. If, I've always thought about. I, I joked about opening a barber shop. <laughs> You know, and uh, I always thought like, oh, it'd be so nice just to, to hang out with friends and people come in, chat them up a little bit, 20 minutes. But then you might have that one customer who comes in all the time and just sits there for hours. Mm. It just talks to you about the same shit over and over. So I'm yeah, not, not going to open the barbershop <laughs> <laughs> until I solve this problem. <laughs> so you, you mentioned that uh, they enjoy their life. Yeah. And then. You know, you know, especially when the World Cup. Yeah, wow. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in Korea. World Cup is nothing. Just I, I still working at work. Yeah. But in Brazil, they just close at uh, twelve, and then go to home and buy beer and watching game. Which World Cup were you there for? The Brazil. You were there for the Leo. Brazilian World Cup. Yeah, Leo. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> so that like, would be what an experience. That was amazing. Like. 2002 in Korea. But you're too young for the Korean World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Korea was the same in 2002. No? <laughs> Probably not. No, you would have been teenager. You would have been a teenager. in the 2002. 2002, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was uh, 13. You would have been 13, yeah. That's uh, You still get You weren't allowed to get out of school and get some beer, soju? No? <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I don't know. We... I remember a World Cup. It was Germany or South Africa, and we were at Munsu for a game that started at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. 
<clears throat> and maybe even later, because we were drinking at Urteap until like Sebyak Hansi maybe. And then we all walked over to Munsu and Munsu was full. Wow. All red. The whole, st- and we were watching, it was Germany and we were watching on TV and the game finished. It must've been even later. The game finished at like five in the morning. Yeah. And as soon as the game finished, all the students stood up, pulled off their red shirts and they had their school uniforms on. Oh. And they go straight to school. And <laughs> they didn't sleep. They were there, you know, eating their choco pies, watching, loving it. And they went straight to school right from the stadium. So I got some pretty good memories of the last World Cup because of Corona. But, man, the other ones, I remember going to Munsu and I don't know what the World Cup in Canada, I mean, in Toronto, if you're in the multicultural cities, mm-hmm. The Italians, the Portuguese, the French, it, it's wild. But if you're in the countryside, Canada's pretty boring for a World Cup. Mm. And I thought Korea was like you think Brazil is. I was like, wow, it's awesome to be in a soccer country during the World Cup. Yeah. Canada never made the World Cup for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really fun to be in Korea where we were teaching the kids the songs at Yuchiwan. Oh, piss on Korea. Oh, piss on We're teaching you Tiwan kids. So I thought it was kind of like North Korea. Every kid and every person in the country knew like the 10 cheer songs. <clears throat> Nobody knows that in Canada. We don't have that. Every kid wore red shirts to school or the school gave them red shirts. And I thought it was amazing. So your experience in Brazil is like mine in Korea. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's good timing. Was that part of your decision? Yeah. It's Do you know Kim Shinook? Kim Shin, yeah. I, know. Uh, I was I was teaching Kim Shinook. He was oh, playing really? Ulsan Hyundai ah. before going to Brazil. Kim Shinook. Yeah. Oh, he plays in Brazil. Big tall guy. The big, striker. Yeah, 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 striker. Big tall yeah. guy. No, no. He plays here. He went with the national team to the World Cup in Brazil. <clears throat> oh, that's right. And there was a couple scandals because after they lost, they were partying with some girls and it was on really? the news and stuff. Yeah, there was a couple scandals. I didn't know that. <laughs> <There was> a, <laughs> Korean, Korean people thought they should be sad because they didn't play good. Uh, but it showed all the players partying Brazilian style with agassiz and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and the Koreans like, you're not supposed to be happy. You just lost three games. Why are you, you know, we're oh. sad and you guys are partying and having fun. Oh, do they lose all And three I think the year? team manager was pictured with some girls or something. So I remember that 2002 uh, World Cup that, you know, Korea beat uh, Spain, Italy. Italy, yeah. 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 And then <laughs> some... On the TV show, some you know Hong Sok Hong Sok Chan, yeah, he said that he like, he like making some time, like bringing bringing the Italy or Spain's player and then make drink and then the next day was a match, and then they <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. that was his uh, special then, special uh, trick. They win the game, <laughs> but so that's what was kind of the. Th- theme behind this this korean stuff that they were partying too much in brazil and not focused on playing anyways what's give, can you give me a couple other examples of because i find the same thing you say they enjoy their life yeah yeah compared to koreans what else what else were like some cultural things that you would believe they they enjoy their life more singing at work um, is there a lot of dancing in the cult? Like, man, yeah, yeah, they, in West Africa, dance, dance is their life. Yeah, so they're w- just at the normal, like normal day, they're just dancing. They're, <laughs> their body, only yeah, like, yeah. Know? When I was in Stop West Africa, it just at the funerals. You go to the funeral, just everybody's <clears throat> dancing and partying. Just the dancing and the singing is just. Every, and there's no time. There's no 
special. It's just any time is dancing time. Any time is the djembes and the singing and just walking down the street. Okay. Oh. it's And so if that's what you mean, I think I understand that from living in West Africa. There's not really like a, in Canada, you're self-conscious. Mm-hmm. I'm not... Anna said, if she wants to dance, she says, I dance in the street in Korea. People think I'm crazy and I don't care. Yeah. And in Canada, it's the same. If I dance, they go, that guy just got out of the hospital. He's yeah. crazy. But in no, West the Africa. Thi- the thing is, like, in Korea, we we have a lot of, you know, pressure. Uh, what to do? Uh, I have to do this. I have to do that. Like yeah. That. But in Brazil, no. Just mm. never. They're free. Yeah. They never fare like that. Wow. What What do you think of that being Korean? In Korea, the pressure comes from having such a small country, limited amount of jobs, extremely highly educated population. It's very competitive. And if you don't succeed at the highest level of academia, it's deemed to be impossible to have a, a good life or the, the good life. So do you think the trade-off in Brazil is worth it to... I'm assuming they don't study as hard as Koreans, but to just not study, not care so much, and just enjoy your life, or the Korean style of go, 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 less, finally get the job and less material wealth um, and enjoy. To me, my dad also told me that please don't try to saving money, mm. just enjoy your life. Korean basically think about saving money and you know to buy house, marry, a wedding or only with um, priority think mm. you know yeah but to me it's just I have to do this because before I die mm. because this is only life if I don't do, do this there's no next life I never uh, regret to what what I done no regrets even like um, I didn't make a lot of money, mm. but I've done my experience. I uh, yeah. who who never experience. Yes, absolutely. We well, said I'd rather die with a million memories than a million dollars. Yeah, you're dead. Your million dollars is useless. <laughs> but I've met so many people, traveled so many countries. That that's yeah. I, I I really like that expression. I mean, like my dad want to tr- try to say maybe don't try to uh, saving money. Maybe trying to making money. It's, I think that's me. It's different to me. Okay. Like making money and saving money, I think it's different. Because I was going to say also, I, I, I reference it very often in Korea with my university students, my kids. You have to have some sense of financial literacy, money sense, or, I mean, the examples are in the streets every day. The halbe halme is collecting the boxes, the jongi. The Korean pension is not set up to support you. You don't have if you don't save something, invest something, learn how to take care of your money, you're going to be collecting cardboard when you're 60. Yeah. So that's not I mean, so I always tell my students that hey, it's okay to to spend your money, but you also have to think a little bit about the future also. But yeah, I get that you I like your dad's thinking. And your style of so are you kind of like let's see what happens in life now. You're you're now your approach to life. Your mentality is just let's see where it goes. Yeah, <clears throat> this is life outlook or, or philosophy resonate with you. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like um, we don't have children and we don't really plan to have children. So mm-hmm. when we it's like you said when we die and we have like a million dollars like what? Okay. So what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh-huh. So you know like yeah. should have used it. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Regrets. Um, no regrets. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm with him. Yeah. As I get older, I have more of that same mentality. Like <clears throat> before, it was like. Uh, when you're younger, you're counting up to 16 and, oh, I can drive now. Oh, I can legally drink. Mm. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do this. Now I look, I'm like, oh, I, can't, I'm, I'm, I, only, I only have this many years left to accomplish the, the goals and things yeah. that, I, you know, that I've set out to do. I got to go here. Kind of bucket list mentality, I guess. But I love hearing that too, man. Just that freedom in life and not uh, – and, and it's it, – I mean, coming from Korea, where it's it's almost the exact opposite. It's like a it's a pressure cooker, man. Or you go to Brazil, and it's just ah, oh, I've arrived. You know, that's that's, that's the, awesome. I mean, the difference. Imagine, you, I mean, you don't have kids, but we have kids. Exactly. Yeah. My wife's a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> so I try and bring the hey, settle down, relax, take it easy. There's no hogwans in Canada. Let them play. Oh. While also, I mean, I think they have to. I have to teach them English, some curriculum stuff, but. Apart from that, I'm like, eh, you know, let them. And my wife's Korean and a teacher and into the Korean style where, you know, well, we need this or this, this, this. this. Like, no, 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 we don't. Yeah, it's important. To <laughs> so where you guys are kind of on the same page, we kind of have lots of differing opinions on education. And yeah. and whenever she says, well, if they're going to be in Korea, they need this. I said, they're never going to be in Korea. And she goes, why do you say that? <laughs> I said, well, Korea is really competitive. I I don't want them to be in that that pressure cooker environment where they have to, you know, get A pluses to succeed. So it's sad, man. That um, I think a lot of kids grow up in a bubble and they think that's they they have to exist in that. But I love hearing the success stories of like this place. I'm going to Brazil. You know, <laughs> I want to go do something. Fun. When you came back from Brazil, yeah. Or, or what spurred you to come back from Brazil? And when you did come back, did you get right into a restaurant business here or back to cooking? Or what did you do? Uh, actually, how can I say it's, it's a long story, but I just um, stopped um, working in kitchen in Korea when I'm back to Korea. Hard, hard to compete with Brazilian yeah. kitchen. You know, no one's dancing, no one's singing. <laughs> back to the... Yeah, yeah. Bye, bye. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, why I wanted to stop working in kitchen. Mm. You mean when you were in Brazil? No, no when he came back, back to Korea. Back here. Oh, okay. like, just like, maybe I also like thinking about uh, my priorities, mm. saving money. So I started looking for a job in, you know, Hyundai like, factory. Yeah. And Almost gave up the dream. Yeah. So were you doing that? Were you working at Hyundai? No, no. Uh, <laughs> no just no. looking. So like, um, actually my, my uncle, he... He had his own, uh, you know, Gyochan chicken. So he, Uncle Gyochan, <laughs> he bring nice. me, he, he take, took me the, put me in in the kitchen to do, you know, fry, <laughs> and then I have to do like you know restart so, social life in Korea. Oh, it's gonna be a hard transition too, right? Yeah, Come and back, then yeah. after nine months, I'm quit, I'm quit, and then I'm look in the or factory ship. Okay, okay. I worked there and then I met Yanita. I was going to say, that's a good yeah. segue into how, yeah. how you guys met. Yeah. yeah. Where, where did you meet? Uh, we, oh, we met. We met on an app. Okay, okay. And then I met Yanita and... Through an app. Through an app, yeah. That's a... I used to think that was so weird. Mm. Well, that was 20 years ago. Well, yeah. That's when, it started, I, I when it started, started coming out. But <laughs> now it's to... like 90% of relationships or something are come yeah. from the app. What, yeah, what better way to facilitate... Uh, 
you know the the meeting of someone then i mean do it online you can see your whatever your your basic info and give you a chance to meet other than that yeah. where do you meet people like people it's it's strange for me like people still think it's kind of like creepy to meet on an app like or where, people where are like oh my god people? you met on an app but like, those are people that it's, it's, are already in re- previous relationships I like, like i think anybody who's trying to date yeah. nowadays understands that that's pretty standard well, where where yeah. would you meet I mean, Someone. I mean, doing so getting mm. and those things, it's like not everyone does that. And I've been set up on blind dates by mm. friends and that like was horrible because they chose it. I didn't choose <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. Need, like, they chose yeah, it. So good too. And uh, I mean, if you're both, uh, one good thing, like if you're both on the same app, like you're both looking for the same thing. Yeah. Right. You both yeah. are of the same mind. Like this is a decent way to meet someone. Let's see. Let's I mean, see what sure, happens. There are like many creepy people too. I mean, sure. I could have been one of those creepy people, <laughs> but at least, you know, like you find your own kind of creepy on that app. You know? yeah. <laughs> actually, people like, you know, when, when they're using dating app as they're trying to looking for, like, you know, people who want to study together, whatever, mm. uh, traveling. Yeah. But actually, maybe later they want to dating. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. So, cool. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. My mind is totally changed on that, uh, on that front. I remember hearing that years ago, like, oh, Momo was on a dating app. I'm like, that's weird. And then you're like, no, wait a minute. That's, that's actually a good idea for this day and age when, you know, when you go out, everyone's looking at their phone all the yeah. time. How do you how do you meet someone? Unless it's at work or something. But, but this day, who knows? like many people using dating app mm. to, you know, to meet connection. girl or boyfriend. Yeah. 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 Mm. But, looking for that but, southern no, connection. People, people still, um, how can I say, <laughs> embarrassing like when they explain how how they meet mm. but i think it's i met my wife at a hog one <laughs> but i think it's becoming more mainstream like absolutely yeah. i hear i hear all the time now we met on an app we met on an app yeah i think before or i guess depending on age what's, but I, what's I don't organic? think a 25 year old or 30 year old would be embarrassed to say they met on an app but what, what's an organic meeting these days exactly yeah what it's, would be an organic so getting is the yeah. just the technology oh, you meet at the club or the bar like you used to at a restaurant no but like this is the thing i was actually asking a young couple the other day like so how did you meet and they like i could see they were trying to come up with an idea and i was like they're like oh so how did you meet and i, and I said we made on an app and mm. they were like, oh, actually, we did too. <laughs> <laughs> I was and walking in the park people. and I dropped my phone. I dropped yeah, my like phone. a meet cute. Like, yeah. oh, my God. No, I think that dating app also one of, um, you know, now trendy culture. Yeah, sure. Mm. Like, Especially after Corona. Actually, I mean, yeah. different like 10 years ago and now. Mm. Absolutely. And with Corona sitting well, at home, I mean, everybody was just swiping all day long. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think. I think it's standard now, but I was at the university yesterday and all the kids were moving into the dorms and I thought, wow, I haven't felt this kind of energy in a long time. It was just packed with parents dropping their kids off, but you could see like the energy that the dorms are filling up. They had an orientation or two, but thousands and thousands of kids and they're going to have all their OTs, their MTs their, And it's kind of like the heartbeat is back. Oh, like Mugadong, so that was dead? There was nothing. There was no COVID? students. Oh, wow. It was all, oh, wow. I was online for two years. And even last semester was face-to-face. Mm-hmm. But some students didn't come. Some mm-hmm. students already said, you know, I'm taking the year off to work. Oh, I see. Until we go back full-time face-to-face. So mm-hmm. this is the first, like, full-on back face-to-face. And 
what an energy, man. I was like, whew, there's people everywhere and it's buzzing and mm-hmm. all the restaurants and shops are full. The handphone guys are happy. The chicken, the scooters, <laughs> the scooters right? delivering shit was just mind boggling. Oh, but that's great. Yeah. And I it's almost got hit by like, <laughs> like, holy man, it feels like a hurt or a, a swarm of bees, all these scooters delivering stuff. So yeah, I was just, man, the energy's back. And I thought for all their, the clubs they have, you know, if it's photography club or mm. basketball club or hiking club or they didn't have that for three years, mm. but they'll all be advertising their clubs for the next week on the walk in. And that's that's a fun place to meet people. Is it in, in your doing your hobby, doing your club? Yeah. But they didn't have that for so long. So I'll be curious to see what it's like. There's going to be lots of hookups. <laughs> lots yeah. of hookups on campus. Yeah. What, uh, <clears throat> what's a first date like for you guys? Is it uh, enjoying a meal together? Oh, is it, no, is it, it was, like, coffee? super chilled. Like, he was <sighs> saying, like, what are you going to do this weekend? And I said, I actually want to go check out Pawang because mm-hmm. I've never been to Pawang. And a big all my friends hand. were hungover. So I was like, okay. Big ass hand like, in okay, the ocean. Come with. And, uh, yeah, like, the hand was, that's it. That's, <laughs> it. That, that's all it is. But anyway, at least, like, we just went there on, a like, a chilled, like, Oh, cool. Outing. Cool, cool, cool. That's uh, that's awesome. I don't like that whole thing of going to a coffee shop just to chat because it might just be boring. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So I was like, let's just go do something. We had a high school teacher tell us, he's like, like, I'm going to give you guys some dating advice. And he was a young, handsome fellow. And he's like, don't don't ever uh, take a girl out to the movies on your first date. Oh, yeah. And we're like, why? That's a great idea. He's like. No, because you can't talk about anything. Exactly. Then you're, you're gonna go gonna home. Sit in yeah. Silence, awkward, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man. Now I always see these Korean couples at the coffee shops, and you can see if they're on a first date. What? Because they're like quiet, <laughs> looking at their like phone, barely yeah. making eye contact. It's like, oh my god! And now they have to sit there for at least like an hour. Before the before proliferation over. of phones, I, I, me and my wife sat. It was, it was in Seoul, but we sat beside. What she pointed out, she's like, "Look, it's a first date." It was so... I felt yeah. dirty after, like, sitting beside her. I was like, oh, it was so awkward, man. Cringy. So, so, so... Oh, I felt so bad yeah. for the guy. He, he would say something and she'd go like, yeah. No. And then it was silence. And then he'd be like, but what about this? Uh, okay. Oh. oh, and it was just they kept going. And, like, you'd eat your meal, look over and be like, no. You poor guys. You poor guys. Dude, when you came back to Korea... Did you have any regret? You said before, no regrets. When uh, you came back no. to Korea, did you have any regrets? And did you have any longing for Brazil? Oh, I just want to go dance in the kitchen. I want to no, eat no. this. I want to dance. I want to this. Never, I never no, no? So you finished, you were done, and that's it. Yeah, just I'm trying to, you know, get my life again in Korea. So. Yeah, reestablish well, yourself. I met Yanita, and we really loved you know, go to travel and festival. So now you're in the right the right industry. So tell us how what was the process? What was the decision making in coming up with a let's do a restaurant? Uh, Where did that come from? Uh, the first actually Yanita, you know, she really miss home food and she wanna eat like home food but not available. So many uh, South African restaurant actually in the the thing is i'm actually like kind of lazy to cook like my sister always made the joke like 
when like back in the past i couldn't like cook to save my life mm. and now i cook for a living yeah <laughs> right but um yeah so it was just buravosh which is like our traditional sausage yes how um, do you say it one more time buravosh yeah it's not bauerwurst oh no definitely not it's like i've been calling it shire Bra- sauce, bratwurst like. is cousin <laughs> I've, I've been calling it bauerwurst that's why i want to that's why i want to sit here yeah, yeah. janita so. janita's got delicious bauerwurst <laughs> like what oh my god uh, sounds time, kinky buravosh yeah, it oh. means like farmer's sausage yeah yeah, and um, so anyway, yeah, we just started yeah. making it and it was good because my dad's actually a butcher <laughs> and my dad gave me his recipe mm. and I just tweaked it a little bit and because the thing is here in Korea, people don't like such salty, salty food. So um, I just made it a little bit less salty. Everything I make here is we're a not, we're not, don't less even sweet <laughs> or less salty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and then <laughs> we just first started selling it to like other South Africans. Like out of the car, you know, like yeah. I I remember it. Yeah, so like I remember seeing that. Yeah. Order, yeah, and then, like the thing is for me, I, I'm okay at teaching. I'm actually pretty good, but I don't love it. Mm. I'm I don't have a passion for children. I don't have a passion for teaching, mm. but I can do it because it's a job. Yeah. Um. But then I was thinking, I I'm gonna live in Korea permanently because mm. I'm now married to a Korean. Mm. Going back to South Africa is not really a reality at the moment at the moment so i'm i'm gonna stay here so what can i do yeah well I even part-time teaching is yeah, not like so teaching bad, yeah. i can do for a while still and it's good money yeah um especially if you have an f visa and but the thing is what can i do on the you know in the long term so i was like okay we have the south african food he can cook he knows how to run a kitchen oh, yeah. so that was our decision to make a restaurant because it was like hagwan or restaurant but I don't want to deal with parents. Hagwan like I see, I see and then my bosses. A, a like, dash no. of enjoy your life. Yes. That means no yes. hagwan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, so that, that's that's a great move, man. It's the people who decide to open hagwans. That's it, it's it could be financially uh, very good, lucrative, yeah. lucrative. Yeah, but uh, it, it's it's tough, yeah. man. Taxing. You, but really it difficult. is like it's it consumes like, your whole from what i've seen it consumes your whole life you're taking calls in the morning calls at midnight yeah. about what's jimmy's homework like it's yeah. it's crazy so but I, it's like physical work versus mental work mm-hmm. like yeah kitchen work is a lot of physical work and yeah. i wasn't prepared for that i knew obviously in my mind that it's hard work i was like yeah okay sure it's hard work but now i'm like oh it's, it's hard it's work hard, yeah. it's actually you hard just, work <laughs> just cleaning oh my god he told, I me, he told me and i was like yeah you know like in your little sky castle that you built for yourself oh yeah it's gonna be a restaurant we're gonna have fun. <laughs> well, oh shit i i look I can at sit down uh, talk to the customers all day <laughs> i look at donna's donuts uh madame Moiselle or whatever monsieur whatever hers is called and i wonder the same thing like They've they've taught themselves or, or went to training to learn how to bake, and they have these kind of specialty shops. But when SK phones and says we want five hundred donuts, are you? <laughs> is that what you were thinking? Or are you like, oh shit, that's not fun. Five hundred yeah. donuts. Yeah. Or like I see the Mademoiselle shop there, and she makes like uh, she learned to cook in France, and she has to make like a thousand eclairs or Whoa. something, and I'm like. Man, that just doesn't look fun. I mean, yeah. you must think it's rewarding. You're going to get some money, but oh my God, that's it's a lot a, of work. Yeah. It's a lot of repetition, man. And you know, especially going from 
because I, I was teaching for eight years and, you know, it becomes very easy. Like, you know, like every day, just yeah, especially still, if yeah, you yeah. were at the same hog one as, as well. Yeah. It's just like, okay, you just come to work, no prep, like just start teaching. You know what you're doing. And it becomes so easy and so convenient. And now suddenly it's like a whole change of scenery and like new like skills that you have to apply. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, yeah. That keeps you young. Though. It, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no. You don't, you don't want to, you don't want to just be that <laughs> rinse no, that repeat for 40 years. And that's why like when we first started, I was like, oh, why did I do this? Like, like, but then of I course. realized it's because it's a change, you know, and it's not going to be that comfortable because now you have a new challenge. Sure. That's the thing. It's just a new challenge. Probably the same and when you when you came here. Teaching wasn't so easy in the beginning, but hey. Especially yeah. I was teaching at an area where the kids didn't want to speak English. No. And the parents <laughs> didn't care if they spoke English. No. So, yeah, like that was a rude awakening. No doubt. Yeah. Wow. You if made I, a, if I a good had come move. to like Okdong, where I like teach now. No. And the kids speak like, okay, English. I was like, okay, this is okay. This is cool. But I was not in that area. Yeah. The first day I actually arrived, the kid gave me a dongjim. Like, you know, oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Welcome to the club. Uh, I, yeah. every, I think every teacher has that story. <laughs> Their first dongjim. I was like, welcome. <laughs> yeah. June, what, I was talking about the 500 donuts and you, you're going, oh. Oh, uh, yeah. When I first um, had a part-time, part-time job in Metonar. So, oh, you've always been in the food industry. Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, yeah. In Dongo. Hmm. Well, now they close, but I work in there and in the kitchen. You know, there's many, so many Hyundai Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The one day, they order 200 burger. Say <laughs> 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 fuck this, I quit. 200 burgers. <laughs> Good <yeah>. luck. <laughs> at, that, out. <laughs> at that time, McDonald's is really um, huge. Busy. Yeah. Um, and then, like, we, we have to make 200 burger and then... Plus co- regular customers. Yeah, plus customers yeah. <laughs> coming. Oh, it's <laughs> crazy. Oh, good Lord. And, and I don't... Do you guys know Grappa? Mm, Grappa's, Pizzeria yeah. Pizzeria yeah. Like, they used to be like that with the Meepo dogs. Mm-hmm. And it would be, like, 30 pizzas, 20 pizzas, fit... You can only put so many pizzas in that oven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those guys would just be sweating, just... Pizza, 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 pizza. Like, it was incredible, man. How how they would do that. But that's, I mean, that's where the the dancing and the singing comes in, right? Because if you can make that process enjoyable, or if you're yeah. not, that's the thing. Like, I cannot handle that pressure. Like when, like at our restaurant, it's already small, mm. and when too many people come in at once, I cannot handle that pressure. I I literally start turning around. You outside. Yeah, and come he's just like, 20. calm down. Calm down, just yeah. do one thing at a time. But I'm like, no, I have to do this and I have to do that. So I literally do everything half assed. Like, you know, <laughs> that's what I had to learn. Like, just calm down. Like, just first yeah. finish one thing properly and then move on. I think I'm too, still learning mm-hmm. that. Like, he's still like. <laughs> when you're when you're passionate about something or you, if if you're really enjoying it, uh, you're not thinking about like, oh, I can't wait to, to finish work and go mm-hmm. home and. and do whatever you know that's uh if you're into it then that's that's good it, it can be an enjoyable yeah. enjoyable process how did you guys decide on the location for your restaurant um actually we first like so when i finished my teaching like i finished all my contracts and then we went home to south africa for a month and we just chilled and then we came back in april and obviously we had to do quarantine first and then when we were able to go we had like two Remember days <laughs> 
in our second day, we just saw our location, well, our the shop that we have now. Mm. And it was strange because it was already green and red and all the South African colors. Mm. And we were like, this is a sign. Mm. This is our place. <laughs> Good. Because we, we basically, we just went to look all over the place. Yeah. But we decided we wanted to have Songnamdong, Tewadong area because it's very central in Ulsan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then we just saw the shop and it had like a nice little space for the, you know, it's not too big, it's not too small, it was just... Perfect. Uh, and when you guys had started, how much had you been selling out of your car? Um, or, or, or because you were selling other stuff too, were you not? Oh, yeah. You were making all kinds like, of... Yeah, just like the desserts, because especially the malfa pudding, yes. like South Africans love malfa pudding. And, um, yeah, so I was just, like, selling milk turkey, which is, like, also another dessert, and pura vos. And, yeah, like, the thing what's is... The beef, what's the beef jerky? Is that the pura? No. Oh, that's biltong. Biltong. Were you selling biltong, too? Yeah, but not, like, a lot. Because the thing is, I'm very lazy to make biltong. When we were doing the foreign markets, whatever, five, six years ago, and the Busan ones, and... Was it, guy, was it Nico? Somebody Nico, always yes. sold biltong. Yes. And I, I didn't know anything about South Africa until... This kind of influx of South Africans, sorry, mm. and then the biltong and the brewers are two things that I, sorry for the mispronunciation, <laughs> are the two things that just stand out my mind. It was always get your biltong, get your biltong, and I was like, come on, is this beef jerky with a funny name or what's the biltong? And then yeah. we had some, and but biltong was just always a cured, a, a cured sausage. Huh? Is uh, the mm. yeah the beef like jerky? It's basically like mm. jerky. Yeah. Is uh, did you already have a decent? client base before you started the restaurant like um, people because you were posting already on instagram before you opened the restaurant right you yeah. were posting your yeah. and well because we know there are so many south africans in ulsan and in korea yeah. we were just like you know we're we're gonna do this because you know there it's is a time. demand it's just i don't really want to make sausage right now this year yeah. to ship through the country mm. Because I'm like, you know, let's just first have baby steps. Just first get established. But you were, but you were getting requests from people outside of the city. Um, yeah, yes. Because when we started advertising on Ulsan online, yeah. Um, then obviously they tell their friends, and right. we also had on the Safa group, you know, right. like which is the South African Facebook group in mm. Korea. Yep. Um, and they were like, oh, can you ship to? Especially like they asked for milk turkey, but it's like a very delicate dessert. So I was mm. like, no, I'm not gonna trust. The yeah, they, love, they love their desserts, man. Jeez. <laughs> yes. I don't know if somebody again. offered a cream puff or something here if I'd be... <laughs> but it's, it's still very, like, random, though. It's not, like, consistent demand. Yeah. So, well, but... I remember I mean, years... You might even remember the... Uh, were they burrito? Or gringos? Oh, Gringos, yes, burritos, yes, guys. Yes. I think they started pretty small in their house, and that grew to... They needed commercial space at, mm. at one point, too. So. But even Tyler... I mean, he well, he's burrito bike. Yeah. yeah, he does his burrito bike. But now, I mean, now he delivers maybe once or twice a week, and he yeah, yeah. he's got a good little setup. Yeah. So you so you just said okay, it's time to go. Let's mm. open it up. Yeah. And what what was it like the first three, four, five months? <sighs> it was like I almost thought that we will get divorced because, <laughs> like I said, it's a very new challenge for me. It's like hard work. Yeah. That obviously you know like. The thing is, when you think about something and when you're actually doing it, it's so different. Because I was like, yeah, sure, it's going to be hard work. I think so. Yeah, sure. Like, there will be times when it will be quiet and there will be times that it's busy, but you don't really experience it. Now that I'm experiencing it, it's like, okay, this is... And I fought with him a lot. 
And the thing is, I'm very controlling, which like is really not good. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah, it's it's just been up and down like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it hard to find uh, all the spices and stuff you need to? Um, no, to make not your really. Dishes. Like especially with like Kupang and those places, like you can get basically anything except yuca. Huh? Except yuca. Oh, the yuca oh. platter. Yeah, <laughs> but you can even get that now. Like when I saw it, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure I've seen this quite a bit, and I'm yeah. pretty sure the Ghanaian boys know where to get that from because they use. What it is for, it? Yuca. Yeah, it's like a like a, a root vegetable. Yeah, uh, like, uh, like a yam. Um, yeah, they use it in Brazil a lot. Yeah, uh, yuca. Nice. So, how how do you decide on on the menu when you're starting? You got some Brazilian experience, um, but I see you guys even have the the cream pasta on the menu <laughs> mm, for the Koreans. Koreans. Yeah. <laughs> so how how do you decide what to what to put on, what not to put on, um, how many options to have? How did you go through that process? Yeah. So we were just thinking of um, like, especially talking to friends. What do they miss the most? And what is like really traditional, but then also what is what can we make? Hmm. You know, like what is practical. Do you got to find the center of those yes. three? Also, yeah. what can keep well? What can like, um, what what can you serve easily? Like those things. Like it all. But yeah. So because the, there's so much like South African food hmm. that we had to narrow it down. Like what's easy to make? What's fast to make? <clears throat> so I was going to say, is there is there anything that you thought there was a demand for, but shit, I don't know how to make that. It is like no, definitely. Or is like, it, man? I I got to learn this. I got to try it. Yeah, it's especially it. culture like based. Like the thing is, I am from the Afrikaner, you know, like culture. So we obviously we make poikikos, which is like the stew, buravos, pancake, like the crepes. Mm. Like that's what I can make. That is what I grew up with, and I know exactly what it should taste like. But now a lot of people are like, why don't you do bunny chow? Bunny chow is like a curry, a uh, Durban, like curry style. And I'm like, I'm not from Indian like culture, you know, mm. like, um, and the thing is, everyone in South Africa knows what it should taste like. Yeah. So they will see, oh, this is a whitey curry. No, like, this is definitely not an Indian curry. Okay. This is like a whitey making the curry. So that's what I put on here about the diverse. A population of South Africans. Mm. The population keeps growing. There's more and more Savas coming in, mm. but also the regional tastes. I don't think in Canada, I don't think we have that because the East Coast makes clam chowder, but the rest of Canada doesn't. Mm. So I don't even, people, the rest of the people in, wouldn't even try to make it. Italy's a good one. Korea too. Yeah. But Italy. I mean, from the north to the south is, is vastly different. Mm. But Cor- huh. Okay. North and South Korea? No, north and south, Italy. Italy. Okay. Mm. Because in Korea, I don't find a lot of difference here. Mm. But uh, I wonder, with all the diversity in South Africa, mm. how regional the tastes are and the flavors are. And yeah. is there a, hey, this isn't real. Like, what's this? Yeah. Authentic. This is Authentic. Koreanized. Or this is, <clears throat> this is like a, a Cape Town version. Or yeah. Is there, do you, do you ever get feedback or, or comments or complaints or, or mm. Praise for no, like, this is the real yeah. one. Whoa! I went to ten places and they make the the Durban one, but I wanted yeah. the Cape Town one. Yeah. Oh, I hear what you say. Like, um, no, just I know, like our sausage, especially. It's like they they say to me, oh, it's so much better. 
because it's like we put a lot of spice in our sausage and i feel like the other places they're skimping a bit on the spice <gasps> yeah so like we've had as, <laughs> especially on the budavosh we had a lot of praise like saying oh this is like really the Real. best budavosh yeah. and it makes me feel really good because the thing is um the big south african restaurants like Bry republic they've been here for years right. and they are great like i really love the vibe and stuff but the thing is because we are small, we really put a lot of care into like the ingredients yeah. we put in our um, food. Mm. And then, yeah, so people really enjoy the poikikos, the budavosh, but it's because I know what it should taste like. Mm. So I haven't really gone out of my comfort zone and tried to make like different cultural food. Like, mm. uh, so, and so that's, why, that's why I get like good feedback because it's like food that I grew up making. There's a standard recipe for budavosh. Um, pretty much like, but you know, for any sausage, like for a certain amount of kg, you need a certain amount of salt, you mm. know, like it's just your basic and then you just add and tweak on that. Just basic. talking about like Italian sausage. I know some people use, you know, fennel seed. Others mm. say no, only Ains. Yeah. Ains? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Some people use red wine in it. Uh, yeah. Is there, is there variations to the... Um, yeah, like you can do all kinds of weird shit to like mm. budavosh, but mm. there is like very standard, standard like one. it's very much like coriander, how much coriander you put in your okay, budavosh. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then of course salt and coriander, like that's the two main That's the two main ones? In, yeah. And that is where they kind of say, oh, but it has a weak taste or it has a proper taste like, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Is there, is there anyone that would, I, I don't know how you guys differentiate each other if you can, but is there anyone that you would say... I don't think you should get this because you're probably not going to think it's similar to your region mm. or like... No, like the thing is that is that is kind of um, something that's all over South Africa. Like, you know, the food that we are selling, everyone in South Africa knows it. Like okay. that's not a regional thing. Okay, okay. Like that's why I was saying like a curry, like curry is very different, like depending on your area. Like in the Western Cape where I live, it's kind of like Malay curry, like Malaysians are like curry. And then in the eastern side, it's like Indian curry. Mm. So, so if you had someone like that from the eastern side and you're right, you'd yes. say, uh, you might not like the curry. This is more like a Malay curry. And they go, oh, yeah. okay, I don't want that. Yes, right. yes, exactly. Or, uh. or you would just say, or you would just specify on your menu, it's a, a Cape Malay right. curry. You okay. wouldn't say it's like a Durban curry, because like, yeah. that would obviously be a very different taste. Okay. Um, but other than that, like we also have like, national dishes that everyone in right. the country knows like sure. we have a thing called pop which is like maize you know like um yeah, corn. maybe grits yeah. grits okay yeah, yeah, yeah. You have grits like it's made from the same kind of thing uh -huh. like cornmeal yeah. um but so everyone in the country enjoys that cool yeah i just thought i i have worked with a few south africans and i met so many now that i think they all kind of seem regional and different mm. if they're from Joburg or cape town or, and I think, man, it must make for cool. Like in Canada, we joke the East Coast guys have a certain accent. And oh, yeah. The central kind of plainsy, uh, well, Canadians are kind of, you know, farmer, redneck kind of. Mm. So it's, yeah, there's a few different types of Canadians, but yeah. the Maritimers. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, I, I thought South Africa must have a similar. Yeah, no, we're also very colorful when it comes to culture. Um, but we also have our shared culture. How do you navigate the cultural differences as as a married couple and as business partners? I think cultural. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I have to think about this yeah. one. Like, um, 
I'll give you that. I mean, just in in my relationship, I think I've said it a million times, and, it, and it's pretty trivial, but lighting in the house was a big oh, one. Oh, really? It was a, <clears throat> we moved in, like, the mother-in-law and, and everyone says, like, you need... Ten thousand volts of like uh, oh. like suntan lighting. I'm like, guys, <laughs> give me a little. Uh, you know, we need a little soft lighting and, and to create a, a nicer ambiance or something. But um, do, have you found <clears throat> even? I mean, I, not really Bali Bali culture. You've you've taken something from Brazil, I, but yeah, is there? I think in in the case of um, the older siblings or like. They always used to try it. Like when we first moved into our apartment, for mm. instance, we renovated it first. And his sister wanted to tell me like what tiles I should get in my bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, this is where I draw the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be my bathroom. Yeah. So it's like some something simple like that where you have to listen to your like okay. older sister, yeah, yeah. older brother with respect. Like that was strange for me. Because yeah. even mm. though my sister is two years older than me, we fight like cats and dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we still make up. Yeah. Here, if you f- like, if you fight with your older sibling, it's like, oh, you're so disrespectful as the younger sibling. <laughs> yeah. um, also, with aunts and uncles, like I've seen this at traditional gatherings, like Chusok, mm. and the uncles and aunts, they will just tell you, like, do this, you shouldn't do this, and you can just sit there and listen to it. Yeah, you cannot yeah. really, you know, talk back. Yeah. Whereas in South Africa, you'll talk back to your like, what? I know, not rudely, <laughs> but you will just be like. Why would you say that? You can actually have a conversation yeah, yeah. and argue a bit, and you will still be family. That's that's what you, I do. You mm-hmm. cannot argue with your. They've uh, they've, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, man. I think it's just like they endured it as a, at a young age, and yeah. now they're like, I've made it. Now I can dish it out, you know. And they're they feel like maybe they have yeah, the, it's like my turn now to like mm, like, like hazing yeah. in, in sports or whatever. <laughs> um, and then that's yeah, that's that's basically. What about in the in the restaurant? You guys are on the same page, basically. No, we fought a lot. Yeah. What are what are the roles in the restaurant? What what do each of you do? Mm, we just cook together like but he mo- he can usually do the Brazilian food better and then the thing is he can also do the South African food as well. So um What is the split of Brazilian and South African food? We How do you, how do you decide and who who's the clientele for the Brazilian It, it sounds before that you're targeting mostly South Africans. Mm. But are Korean? Are you also targeting Koreans, or, or hope to kind of slide over to that end? Or uh, we are, we, yeah, we still want more Koreans to come and have our food because, like, um, it's still new for them. Because Koreans are like they want to try new food, but then they just go to the ramen shop. They're like, mm. you know, like they will line up, line up at the ramen shop for mm. Japanese noodles. Yeah, mm. but it's like foreign food, you know. But, yeah. yeah, but the thing is, for then they for come them, to yours and they get the cream pasta. Because we have, yeah. yeah, like we have the menu outside, and then they will look very like interested, and they will look around and they will walk away. Yeah, because they're like, because they don't want to take that gamble of like, I just wish they would be take more adventurous. You know, yeah, like you, you get those like Koreans that will they will they won't even look at the menu. They'll just say, oh, South African flag, let's just go in. Mm. Um, but I just wish that more Koreans would be like that. Mm. Especially here in Ulsan, I feel like um, people don't see Ulsan as, you know, like a cultural, like experience. Mm. They would rather go to Busan and have something foreign there, yeah, yeah, or right. go to Seoul and have some foreign food there. <clears throat> yeah, right. They're like that's the, for me. That's the problem, though. Is um, whenever it comes to vacation or holidays, 
even the foreign community, they leave Ulsan because mm. it's not the place to be. So it's like that's usually the time that we should be buzzing and like, you know, yeah. op- like operate more. But it's like, no, they don't want to mm. be in Ulsan. Yeah. Whenever they get the chance, they would rather go to Busan or Seoul or yeah. somewhere along the East Coast. I, I think establishments like yours are changing that are giving people more of a reason to stay and when people come and visit we, we had a friend visit on uh, over the weekend and we weren't in Songnam but we we're in uh, <clears throat> what do you call it? in uh, in Samsung and it wasn't like oh let's just eat some regular Korean food we we're looking for something something else to do and he was he came from uh, where do you come from Yosu you're from Yosu and he uh and he's like, wow, this is a great city uh, compared to Yosu. You know, it was uh, it was quite culturally oh, diverse in, okay. in Ulsan, giving them all the options. Like, Didn't we know. just have someone else on recently that said they were shocked when they got here? For the, I said, what, what, it's a million people. What they said, um, was that him? He didn't think Samson Dong was, was that him or was that someone else? Oh, it might have been him. I don't know, but I just, I, it's a million people. What did you think it was a farm? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> it's a big city, man. Yeah. It's yeah. a big city. Yeah, yeah. home it to Hyundai. Yeah, it's just very industrial. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So, back to your menu, Jaden. How do you decide what to put on the the Brazilian side of it? How does that fit in with the South African side? Do South Africans eat lots of Brazilian food, or and what's the balance? That's your kind of your thing or your specialty. How do you decide what? Uh, South Africans are going to take a chance on for Brazilian food. I mean, they come in and see the brothers and then they go, no, I want the steak. Yeah, or no. h- how does it work? The South Africans mainly just come for South African food. Okay, so who yeah. comes for the Brazilian and how do you choose it? I just only think that what uh, Brazilian people usually eat at home, you know, Feijong is like bean stew, um, more maybe, for example, like in Korea, they have wheat, denjang soup and with rice and yeah. you know spinach shigumchi uh, namur mm-hmm. like that I ate that and for they, breakfast they do also eat <laughs> uh, bean and rice and uh, you know kale salad the collard green yeah. salad yeah collard beans so uh, uh, that one is like basically people standard meal yeah, standard like a taste of home mm. other thing is that but there's not a lot of Brazilian people here so who are you who do you target that to no it's my opinion. Just I, oh. I wanted to show show them. Okay. Yeah, what Brazilian people eat mm-hmm. usually at in usually. But you said the South Africans eat South African food. So is that the Koreans would come in and try that? Yeah, That's a lot. Brazilian. The Koreans usually when they come in, they see that the Feijong has rice. Mm. So they're like they they usually always go for the Feijong. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a comforting mm. something for like yeah. even I feel mm. like risotto. Now, like, Koreans didn't know what risotto was. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, Italian rice. Okay. Yeah, they can, <laughs> that's the thing. They can make the connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so, you know, I tell them, you know, I can make kimchi risotto or something. Like, what the hell is kimchi risotto? <laughs> yeah. good. So I put so I put more plus, um, you know, steak and the fries. I'm making dish like that. Butter, yeah. Rice and bean stew and steak. A lot, mm. and people love it. Nice. And the awesome. other one is like ganiloka. It's mm. like it looks like pulled pork, pork. Pulled pork. Yeah. 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 But they have also they love having snack. It looks like hamburger, but they. they put it. You had an egg it's on like, it, didn't you? 
No? Oh, you no. can add if you want. Like mm. some people like adding the egg, yeah. Uh, mm. But it's almost more like a sloppy joe. Mm. Sloppy like, joe? Yeah. How but, do you know, know sloppy joe? Oh, <laughs> I grew up watching American TV. Like, <laughs> like everyone like... like sloppy joe? That's yeah. not South African. <laughs> no, definitely not. I, so, man, I haven't heard that in probably 10 years. Yeah, but instead of uh, pulled pork, it's actually pulled beef. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's 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 quite nice. It's very juicy. So did uh, <clears throat> have you? Do you have any fusion? A- any menus where you, you have like no. Korean fusion, no. or you don't? And do you feel the need or the the push to um, to inauthenticate actually, your your menu? Korean customer uh, demand, you know, picker. Yeah. Oh, I yes. was just going to say oh. yeah. that when the restaurant changes is when they bring out the pickle. Yes, <laughs> and the spicy, like, because South African poikikos, the stew, it's not spicy. It's not hot. Hmm. And then they said, oh, especially like the, the ajumas, they were like, oh, you should add spice. You should add some gochujang or something. I was like, but yeah. that's not traditional, like, that's not authentic mm-hmm. South African poikikos. They're like, yeah, but it would taste better with spice. Good. Then like, get so a takeout I, dish, go I home, put your own guidance. Maybe spice. I will, what do you call that red pepper powder, like gochu, gochukaru. Yeah. Gochukaru. So we, maybe we can put a pot there and they can choose okay. to add their own. Like, that is little ideas that, yeah, sure, okay, but the thing is, I'm very, like, reluctant to do that because it's like, you come here for the authentic experience, experience and you just actually want like I don't know Korean food yeah. yeah but the world evolves and, and food yeah. evolves and the food yeah. South Africans were eating 500 years ago is nothing like what they are now exactly and it's like that so. when people are trying to eat for example kimchi chicken and they think ah oh, maybe we put uh, tomato sauce in the kimchi chicken <laughs> that would be a Korean thing oh this is not kimchi chicken put yeah, I I use the I use the example of putting yeah. Parmesan cheese, and when I say like, why do you put corn on pizza? Why do you mm. put this on pizza? They're like, well, it's it's good. I said, do you want to put Parmesan cheese in the kimchi chige? No, right. you can't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, well, basically kimchi chige is like kim, just you know, is it kimchi? Only kimchi. Yeah. 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 Or oh, maybe usually we put uh, the pork belly. Mm. Yeah. This is kimchi chicken, not like uh, tomato sauce and uh, cheese. Hey, I made a big pot last night. Onions, potatoes, uh, <laughs> the whole box. Mm. I, I just put everything. I just make a big stew. Yeah, they just, <clears throat> come on. One, I put a little bit of everything in there. One thing, the uh, Olivia from the Bleu de Folie there, she said uh, one thing that she learned since opening a restaurant last year was that Per, in her experience, she can't just cook what she wants. Mm. And she said she feels like a strong need to kind of like, uh, you know, bend. To budge a bit, d- yeah. to, to budge. Oh, she's, it seems like she's making lots of, uh, she's she's budging quite a bit to mm. to satisfy the customers or, or to have people come back mm. to her restaurant. But mm. not uh, not easy, man. I but again, she's... We, yeah, we like making specials like <clears throat> for the weekend. Mm. To try new things or just at least have someone's taste like a special menu. Yeah. So maybe once we can make like a, a Buddha Vosh with kimchi. Buddha Vosh <laughs> roll with kimchi. <laughs> no, no, I mean like. <laughs> well, I think that the thing is like good. I love, I love um, fusion. Yeah. But I don't want to make fusion food at my restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like yeah. more, make show people yeah. more like. I I agree. I I think you should. Classic food. I think you should stand your ground, man. That is how people. I don't want to like misunderstand. You know, 
What if、uh, okay? You said it perfectly.、Mm. Yeah. I love fusion food, just、yeah. not in my restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think that's perfect. I mean, like, for example, okay, we make, we make kimchi sausage, and then we spread our this is this is South South African tradition sausage,、mm. yeah. and people will think, ah, now I have、uh, tradition sausage, right? But actually, this is not delicious.、Yeah. But but is that up to the customer? <laughs> I mean, Koreans think they eat real pizza. But this is none of these are like what a pizza is like in Italy.、Mm. What, and what the question? What is real pizza?、Mm. What is curry? Curry is the national dish in England. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so yeah, it's kind of just the evolution of food, right? But imagine if food didn't evolve, we'd still be eating like just just rice and and corn or maize,、yeah. and so all of it's part of the evolution. But yeah, I, I think you、true. said it. You said it well.、Mm-hmm. I love fusion food, just not at、yeah. my place. <laughs> That's、it's、good. It's just same like when you explain your own country,、um, like you don't you don't explain、um, how can you say okay the pineapple pizza. This is not Italian pizza, right? You don't you cannot spell、uh, explain. Ah,、uh, this is like classic Italian pizza. Yeah. 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 It's called blasphemy, and, and but I mean, yeah, it's all over though. I mean, people eat Mexican food their whole life in America, not knowing that it's not Mexican food. Oh, really? With Tex-Mex. Oh, you know, yeah. When you go to Mexico, the tacos are this big,、mm. and I was like, "That's not a taco. I eat tacos for twenty years. They're this big." <laughs> and I was like, "They're like, no, 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 no. This is Mex. What do you mean? This is where they come from." That's American tacos,、mm. and same as Chinese food.、Mm. We love Chinese food in Canada. Beef and broccoli, wonton soup, <laughs> sweet and sour chicken balls, lemon pepper chicken, and then you go to China. I'm like, where's the chicken balls? Where's the? <laughs> none of that stuff. <laughs>、yeah. And and that's known as Chinese food.、Mm. And everybody, if some, if you said what's Chinese food in Canada, they'd say beef and greens, this, that. You don't find any of that stuff in China. Yeah, it's like jajangmyeon. Right. When I went to China,、yeah. I didn't see any judging me. No, <laughs> no doubt. So, yeah, the evolution of the food is, is interesting. You、yeah. guys have you guys have held some、um, kind of not not events, but you did a Christmas special、mm. at your yeah、um, at your restaurant.、Yeah. Uh, what will going forward? Will you guys continue to do things like this? And in addition to Christmas, what other? Special days? Do you want to celebrate? Do you get the samurai?、Um, I think、special? something that we like in South Africa is like celebrating Easter. <laughs> okay.、Um, so that, those are kind of holidays that you don't celebrate here.、Mm. Like、um, so, but we like. I think just for Christmas we'll do like the big kind of、um, buffet style. Cool. You know, or more like a family in like vibe. Yeah. yeah.、Um, But yeah, because that's like a big thing, like, and it's a kind of like a big change for us as a small restaurant because、sure. we don't really have a lot of space.、Um, yeah. So yeah, but we'll see like how it goes. We're just winging it at the moment. Sure. So yeah. Right. That's growing and learning. Yeah.、Right? This is the first year. I think in May we'll be open one year. Oh wow! Congratulations <clears throat> in two months. So, yeah. Thank you. So we'll yeah we'll just see how it goes after this one year,、hmm. and then into the second year we'll start looking at maybe you know also. Delivering, like, or you know, doing what do you call tebek, tebek, tebek. Yes, that. Yeah. yeah.、Um, for the sausage and stuff、yeah. like that. So. Cool.、Yeah. And then definitely we're gonna start making biltong. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a big.、Yeah. Uh, that's a big one. Biltong is is beef, right? The the jerky. Beef jerky. Yeah. And beef jerky. the. Bo- what is it? 
Buddha 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 <laughs> you know he's, I was trying to say mm. the Buddha Buddha is uh, Tejigogi no it's like a mix between beef and pork oh it is yeah. a beef yeah. pork oh yeah. sweet it's a beautiful yeah what uh, what cut of meat do you use for the pork do you do the aptari side um, yeah, yeah but usually they, the pork it should be with uh, fat Fat, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Oh, so maybe even samgyeopsal or ulgyeopsal if you're mixing it with lean, with yeah. lean beef. Any, uh, any, any pork is okay. Mm. I think. Cool. With fat. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting back into the into the sausage making too. The Italian ones. Yeah. Oh, they're so good, man. So good, but it's been too long. <clears throat> Anyways, anything else? You guys, uh, any any shoutouts? Anything you want to plug? Mm-hmm. Southern Connection on Facebook. We'll send Southern Connection on Instagram. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, right, and we'll tag him once we put it on. Yeah. Any any specials or events or anything else you guys want to come up for the um, summer? No, Let we them. just like every like we try to make a special every other weekend. Mm. So if you just go onto our Instagram and Facebook, we usually post it there, and we also <clears> look <throat> at maybe starting to post more on Ulsan Online as well. Awesome. Right. If we have like a weekend special. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for coming in very early on a Thank you for having us. On uh even on a on a red day. Thank you so much. Really nice talk to you guys and uh and hear the voices and see the faces behind Ulsan Southern Connection. Thank you everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.